Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of All in Tech. Hope you guys are doing great. Today, we're going to be talking about the Xiaomi 12S Ultra, the beast of a phone that's making headlines, every- headlines everywhere. And we have a bunch of YouTubers going wild over this phone. And with good reason, this phone is absolutely incredible. And the camera, I think, has to be one of the craziest things about this phone in pretty much... In this market that we are in currently this really does pose a huge challenge for the s22 ultra i mean it's just wild spec for spec this thing really does make the ultra kind of you know kind of respect xiaomi you know they don't mess with xiaomi xiaomi is amazing ever since the xiaomi 10 ultra i think it was they have been showing that they can take on Samsung and even possibly take them down. And over the past two generations, they've clearly made even more leaps to really accomplish that goal. And I think they just might have done it this time with the 12S Ultra. So let's get started. All right, Xiaomi 12S Ultra. So this is their highest end flagship best of the best from what xiaomi has to offer this was released july 4th of this year and for the body of the phone we do have the premium build materials glass on the front uh aluminum frame and we have eco leather back so one thing that really stands out from xiaomi is that they have this thing called a leather back it's like a faux leather And it really adds, I think, to the experience because normally we have a lot of glass on glass from Apple and Samsung and all other phones like uh, Huawei. But Xiaomi is adding this kind of eco leather. So it's fake leather, obviously, but it's still a pretty nice sensation, I can imagine. So eco leather, pretty cool, different than what other manufacturers are doing. So that's another thing. I think you can order this in glass. I'm not sure. Uh, But as for the leather, you can have a bunch of different types of leather. Now, for the SIM, we do have a dual SIM, IP68 water and dust resistance up to 1.5 meters for 30 minutes. For the display, we have an LTPO2 display. It's an AMOLED display, 1 billion colors, 120 hertz, Dolby Vision, HDR10+, 100, or actually 1,000 nit brightness with 1,500 peak brightness. So, insane specs right off the bat the display on xiaomi phones have always been incredible and they've always uh in my opinion they've always been just as good or nearly as good as samsung panels pretty much always i really love xiaomi phones oppo phones uh oneplus phones their displays are incredible as well as huawei now we have an incredible display here and i think it really does edge out uh, the Galaxy S22 Ultra, because this one has 1 billion color display. Not only that, but it also has Dolby Vision, which I'm not sure the S22 uh, Ultra supports. And if I'm not wrong, we also don't have the... I think we do have the LTPO2 display. I can't remember if it was the normal, the first one or the second one. But overall, this display is incredible. The only thing that would be, I guess, the difference was is the peak brightness, which is 1,500 nits on this phone versus the 1,700 nits on the S22 Ultra. So there's that difference, but I think it's very minimal. 200 nits is not that big of a jump. For the screen size, it's a 6.73-inch display, 
with an 89% screen to body ratio. We have a resolution of 1440 with 3200. And it's a 20 by 9 aspect ratio, 522 ppi density. So it's going to be a really crisp display. And personally, I love that kind of really dense pixel per inch kind of ratio. It's just the quality of the screen really does go up tremendously. Now, we do have Corning Gorilla Glass Victus, as you know, we've been calling it for the past two generations. And we also have Android 12 with MIUI 13. We have the Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1 chip, which is a 4 nanometer processor. So we're getting even more and more efficient and power, uh, powerful chipsets. Now we do have the Adreno 730 for the GPU. Now when we go to the memory, we do not have expandable memory. So they're copying um, Samsung in that department. We have internal configurations 256 with 8 gigs of RAM, 256 with 12 gigs of RAM, and the highest end version is 512 gigs of internal storage with 12 gigs of RAM. So even then, I think if you're a power user, 512 is not going to be enough. But if you're an average person who just wants to have a lot of storage, 512 over the course of a couple of years, it's not going to be as spacious if you could have it upgraded to one terabyte so that's kind of a disappointment especially if you don't have expandable memory it should be one terabyte that should be the cap if you aren't going to have a micro sd card expansion support so that's kind of annoying you know it's very it's very similar frustrations with samsung they're i mean it's all over the place but i wish they would bring back sd card slots it's not that hard to keep it in. You know, I don't understand why they have to keep taking away features from flagship phones. It's like, these are you're paying more for these phones. How does it make sense that you're taking more out of it and charging even more? Or at least keeping the price the same, but giving, it, giving us less. It just, it's frustrating, guys. It's frustrating. Anyway, no micro SD card slot. We have UFS 3.1 storage. Moving on to the cameras. We have a lot of cameras on this phone, and the main sensor is all the rage right now. We have the 50.3 megapixel lens, multi-directional, laser autofocus, optical image stabilized, uh, wide primary sensor. We have a 48 megapixel primary telephoto or periscope telephoto. And this does have optical image stabilization with up to five times optical zoom. And then we have another telephoto lens, actually no, ultra wide lens, 48 megapixel, 128 degree field of view, really wide just for perspective. Samsung, for some reason, made the ultra wide less wide. So instead, I think on the Galaxy S10, it used to be 123 degree field of view. That used to be the widest Samsung ever had their ultra wide angle but now if you look at their more recent flagships like at the s22 series it only has 119 degree field of view so they went down they decreased the width of the ultra wide for whatever reason it doesn't even make sense i guess for uh helping correct that distortion but even then i feel like you should fix that with software not take away the feature uh or cut back on it 
I mean, it, it just, it's weird. But we have 128 degree field of view, so you're going to get a lot in that ultra wide angle shot. And this does have a time of flight sensor, 3D depth sensing lens for those portrait shots and any other shots you can imagine that might use that sensor. Quad camera setup. Incredible setup. You have the trifecta, the you know the primary, the telephoto, and the ultra wide, and then the TF, the time of flight is just going to be like an extra lens that you know it's there if you need it uh, for whatever shot. Now this is using Leica lenses, so there are going to be there's going to be that added to the phone. You are going to have that kind of hardware working on your side, and that's pretty cool. You know, a lot of people use Sony, but it, uh, Xiaomi's using Leica lenses on this phone. We have 8K and 4K recording at 30 frames and 60 frames uh, per second. On 8K, we have 24 frames per second, 1080p at 30, 60, and 120. And we also have electronical image stabilization, Dolby Vision HDR, 10-bit recording. I mean, it's insane what this camera can do. And from the photo samples that have been shown off so far, the 12S really does... I guess um, you could say that it does a lot better in taking photos against the S22 Ultra. And the S22 Ultra takes amazing photos. But when you compare it to the 12S Ultra, it is night and day. You see the big difference in the amount of detail, the color, the contrast, the the really the vividness of the photo is so much more and then you compare it to an iPhone photo which as you know it tends to be very dull tends to show you the accuracy of how it looks in person and it tries to replicate that on the phone which turns out a really bad photo in my opinion I don't really like that natural look in some cases I do but in some cases I don't so Really, a lot of the times, I tend to lean towards my Galaxy S22 Plus's photos because it looks more vibrant, it looks more punchy. It just makes the photo look a lot better and something social media worth uh, worthy post, you know. But the iPhone just tends to keep it natural and low-key, and some people like that. I personally don't really like that. It's really on certain occasions that I prefer that natural look in which the iPhone does a great job. But when you compare this iPhone photo to that 12S Ultra, it just gets blown out of the water, in my opinion, in every single aspect. And it's just incredible what this lens is capable of doing. It's a one-inch sensor, which is insane. That's, I mean, you're capturing a lot more detail, a lot more light, and a lot more information that isn't, you know, it's not something that other phones can do because they have a lot smaller sensors so that is the main i think event of this phone if you will the camera how big the sensor is and how different the pictures are compared to every other flagship on the market right now it's just insane moving on to the selfie camera there is nothing extraordinary about this one you have a 32 megapixel primary lens and you have 1080p recording with uh, 30 and 60 frames per second. You know, the average stuff that you have there. Moving on to sound, we do have stereo speakers, which is always a given. Uh, No headphone jack. You know how it is in today's world, no headphone jack. 
we have Wi-Fi 6E support. We have Bluetooth 5.2, GPS, NFC. We have the infrared port, which um, I know a lot of people might use, although a rare, I guess, occasion you might use it. But um, personally, I've never really had the use for it, but mainly because I've never had a phone that had an infrared port. So I wouldn't really know the benefits since I've never had it, you know. But for the people who might have had it and have used it, I can understand that you feel like you're lacking something. But here on this phone, Xiaomi tends to keep the infrared port no matter how old that technology is in terms of it being on phones. You know, Samsung has discontinued it. Uh, Apple, I don't think ever had it. So you have that uh, being the situation that we're in. We have a fingerprint sensor under the, underneath the display. It's an optical sensor. So it's, again, Samsung's optical or Samsung's underscreen fingerprint sensor is very unique to the Galaxy phone because it's an ultrasonic fingerprint sensor. Every other phone that has a fingerprint sensor is an optical one, which is more of a just taking a picture rather than measuring your uh, the ridges in your thumb. So this one's more secure on the Galaxy phones. But optical sensors have gotten a lot better. I just still prefer the ultrasonic. Now we do have um, a five, or actually a 4,860 milliamp hour battery with 67 watt fast charging. They are advertising 100% in 41 minutes, which is amazing. You know, it's not as incredible as their 120 watt fast charging that got you like to 100% in 20 minutes, but this is still incredible. In less than an hour, you can have your phone charged, unlike Samsung, which takes an hour and a half, or Apple, that takes somewhere around a little bit more than that because it's slightly slower charging. Now, we do have reverse wireless charging at 10 watts, something I wish Samsung would upgrade as well. They only are going 4.5 watts of reverse wireless charging speed on Samsung phones. I wish they would do what Xiaomi's doing here and upping it to 10 watts. I can understand there's some battery implications if that upgrade is implemented, but I'd rather have that upgrade, you know, just to know that if I do need to charge something else, I can charge it faster, you know. And sure, you do lose battery faster, but it is what it is. At least you're charging the other, you're getting another benefit. You know, you're, you're charging your earbuds or you're charging your friend's phone and they can get a little bit more out of uh, that time that you guys are in charging the phone. So like if you're out to dinner and they need a quick charge, let that charge actually be quick, you know, rather than having it be so depressingly slow. 4.5 watts. I mean, that's not even that far away from the 5 watts that Apple was doing just a year ago or two with their 5-watt chargers, with their 11 or 12 Pro Maxes. I can't remember. It was, it was bad for them. Now, we also have fast wireless charging at 50 watts. That beats the Samsung Galaxy as well. Galaxy only has 15 watt fast charging. This thing, or wireless charging, this one has 50 watt wireless charging. That's even faster than the S22 Ultra's wired charging. Wired is 45, this one's 50, and this is wireless. Charging speed and battery tech goes to Xiaomi undeniably. It's 
insane. It has Quick Charge 4 Power Delivery 3.0. The battery is just insane on the Xiaomi's. They've always been insane. Now, for colors, we have black and dark green. And this phone will cost you around $900 to $950, somewhere around that price point. And for that price, all of these specs are undercutting the S22 Ultra massively. Because you do have that premium build material that you have on the S22 Ultra as well. Except you have better cameras on the Ultra, or Xiaomi Ultra. Uh, You also have faster charging, better battery tech overall. And the display is clearly rivaling the S22 Ultra. It's just wild. You have a really compelling phone. I think the only thing that the you could really count as lacking on the Xiaomi 12s Ultra would be the S Pen. You know the inf or, or the famous S Pen, uh, or infamous really, depending on what side you view the S Pen with. Um, it could be a good or a bad thing, but whatever. The S Pen has always been an additional feature that not many phones have at at this price point, really, because you do have the Moto G Edge or something like that that has like the support for their stylus, but it's nothing fancy like the S22 Ultras is. You know, it's coming from a long history of S Pen and S Pen development. It's a very fancy S Pen. That's the only thing that I really can see as a a down great or not or is lacking on the xiaomi but honestly not everyone needs the s pen not everyone wants the s pen so what you're left with is the s22 ultra without an s pen and it's all and it's really losing to the xiaomi 12s ultra and it's really noticeable and especially with xiaomi's optimization in their software because i've seen it firsthand Xiaomi just knows how to optimize their phones. They're very much like Apple in that way. Uh, They're just so buttery smooth. They are butter. And that's something that I can't say about the S22 series. It's very polished software. Don't get me wrong. Compared to every other year of Samsung Galaxy S series phones and even Note series phones, this is the most polished I have ever seen it. the software be. That's just how I've seen it. It is so polished, but it is still lacking so much behind Apple, and it it just doesn't have that fluidity or continuity that the iPhone has. It's just the fluid animations, and it just does not stutter, and the Samsung does. It does. There's little glitches, little bugs in this little animations from here and there, and it just it doesn't work well sometimes, but this is the best they have been in so long, I think. This is their best ever. But they are still lacking compared to some other like OnePlus, Xiaomi, Huawei, Apple. The optimization is not there. Even on the S22 Ultra, it's just not there compared to the best of Apple and the best of Xiaomi and other phones as well. They just have better optimization on their software. And that's something that I see Samsung lacking. So this Xiaomi 12S Ultra is an absolute win. If you can get it, that's cool. And if not, that's also cool. But for right now, I think it really is a matter of opinion of who thinks what's better. Personally, I think this Ultra might be better than the S22, but marginally because, you know, there's still a lot that that Samsung phone has to offer 
And it's still an incredible phone, incredible display. I think one of the things that really cripples the S22 Ultra might be the battery. And the battery tech around it, that is definitely something that needs to be upgraded on a lot of phones nowadays, but especially Samsung. Samsung seems to be staying stagnant in that area. I don't know how it trans. I mean, I'm sorry that it's going to Samsung, but uh, the topic, but we need to talk about the surrounding you know, area, you know, the context of which this phone is landing in. But uh, yeah, the phone is incredible. It really is. And I think it might just beat out the S22 Ultra this year. I mean, it's so hard to really give or to ignore the Xiaomi's incredible features and not and just like, you know, just pretend that it's not better than the Ultra for the S22. I mean, Samsung just being caught lacking. That's all I'm going to say. Xiaomi finally caught up. So that was it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. And I will see you guys in the next episode next week. And stay safe till then. I'll see you next time. Peace.